My next guest is a host at 95.7 The Game in San Francisco. I want to welcome back on Mr. Mark Willard. Mark, is everything going for you? Everything's fantastic, Zach, man. Good to, uh, good to be on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So you guys are still alive in the playoffs. A lot of people maybe would not have expected it. Um, what do you think of the game against the Cowboys? I totally expected it. They're a better team than the Cowboys. Um, and they, uh, they, they showed that. And uh, they, they also, though, are perfect television entity because um, they're like a reality show. Somebody gets voted off the island every week. And, and um, you know, this city has even tried to be the one that votes Jimmy off uh, every single week. But uh, they're the only road team to win. <clears throat> I wasn't surprised by it at all. I, in fact, I would have been very surprised had they lost. They do have a weird characteristic a weird quirk which is uh while they're never out of a game the other team isn't either um they make enough mistakes to uh, to keep the other team in the game but you heard it from dignitaries with the cowboys michael urban immediately came out and said this is not the matchup the cowboys want and by the way a bunch of former packers are saying the same thing this week it's a different type of a team and so they're a very hard matchup for for other teams i'm not going to say they're the most talented they're certainly not the most talented team left when it comes to the quarterback position but if you go around to the other spots on the field in terms of the, the their line play and then just the fact that they throw a different look at teams they're not doing what most playoff teams are doing which is saying we've got a great quarterback and let's go have this precise offense they bring uh, the best run game in the nfl to the table they bring physicality that's that's unmatched um, and then they bring belief, like the, the team is totally sold. They are totally sold on what Kyle Shanahan is doing. Um, John Bosa, Nick's dad, uh, came on my show this week and said, it's a brotherhood and they don't know the spread. They don't care where the stadium is. They don't care what the other jersey is. They believe when they take the field, they should beat anybody who plays. Looking at on offense, do you think they need to get Kittle more involved, especially against the high scoring Packers team than he has been in like the last month? I don't know. I think that's it's kind of a fantasy football sort of a concern that comes up when it's like, wait a minute, where are Kittle stats? It's like, I don't know. They're 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 in the <laughs> the divisional round of the playoffs. Who cares who gets the ball? Kind of a thing. And and what I said about this, this came up on on my show this week too. Um, I, you know who doesn't care about uh, Kittle stats is is Kittle. Yeah. Um, he loves run blocking. And he also knows that it's the most effective thing that the 49ers do. So if he's the right guy on that particular play or that particular matchup, then they will feature him. But right now, this team clearly, uh, it, it, it begins and ends with the weaponry of Debo Samuel and the different things that they can do with him. And then the other players are all going to have their roles from Eli Mitchell to Brandon Ayuk. And, and at times Kittle too, but it's hard for fans to see um, that when Kittle's not catching the ball, the effect he's still having on the offense, but it's major. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is still angry about the draft all those years ago? I mean, I would imagine he's, you know, kind of well beyond that by now. That clip of what he said at the draft comes up every time these two play. I've actually not seen it much this week because I think even we're kind of, we're kind of done with it. Um, I know athletes do a lot to sort of uh, fake hype themselves up, right? You know, and make it all about um, that th they were disrespected back in the day and all of that. And so maybe there's something about that still. But the people who didn't draft him with the 49ers are no longer with the 49ers. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure it was disappointing back in the day. But he's got to be much more focused on the fact that right now 
Uh, he's never beaten the 49ers in the playoffs. And so uh, he, he needs to change that or else he's going to have yet another early exit. Um, has there been any talk about that uh, last draft about that whole call the rumors with him going to Sanford? Has that been a topic of discussion all in the Bay area? A little bit. I mean, more, more so though, about like the relationship of Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur, like one of once upon a time, LaFleur was a co-assistant, you know, in Washington. Uh, secondly, um, he was an assistant under Kyle with uh, with the 49ers. And then after a game where the two of them uh, played one another last year, there was a little bit of an icy seeming exchange handshake at the end of the game. I think they're fine now. But yeah, that that probably had to do with the fact that the 49ers were poking around Aaron Rodgers right before the season started. Um, I'm sure LaFleur didn't like it. However, how stupid would it be? It would be malpractice. Uh, for them to not poke around if Aaron Rodgers was was truly going to be available. So I'm sure there was something at some point, but I, I think it's water under the bridge now. I heard, I heard there was some uh, talk earlier in the week that Garoppolo might be a little bit more banged up than they're letting on. Do you think that could be yeah. an issue? There, there, there was that. I don't think it's going to be an issue. I think that, that what, we're, what we're looking at is a shoulder that bothers him, a thumb that's already been bothering him. It's going to be 7 to 10 degrees. That'll be hard. He's played through it for two weeks. I think he's going to play through it again. Um, so, um, you know, yeah, it won't, it won't be easy. Um, but again, uh, you know, he had a full practice already early in the week, so he'll, he'll be ready to go. Yeah. Um, and then kind of looking on the Packers side, are there any kind of weaknesses you've kind of noticed throughout the season that you think San Fran might attack? The, the one that jumps out to me is I know they had the issue against the Browns. Uh, what was that on Christmas? And I also had it against Baltimore was kind of letting it kind of like just kind of taking their foot off the gas in games. Do you think that could be an issue going into this matchup? Yeah, I don't think it's an elite defense. Um, I know that they're missing some guys that may get back this week. Zadarius Smith, I, I, I get it. You know, they, they may be better this weekend, but um, the, the Packers are not great at stopping the run. And if you're not great at stopping the run, you're you potentially have a problem against the 49ers you know their their run game as i said is uh is elite it's going to be cold this time um we watched them two years ago i know there were different people uh, available in that game but two years ago they ran rough shot over them to the point where jimmy only needed to throw the ball eight times i'm sure kyle will do something similar as far as a game plan this weekend the packers are going to have to stop the run uh, because the 49ers will not stop running it until the Packers show they can do it. And I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can. If, and if they can't, I mean, like this, this game could potentially look the exact same as, as uh, you know, as last week's game against Dallas. If the 49ers are running the ball and get the first seven to 10 points on the board, the, you know, the difference is the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, so they can rally back from that. But that it's it's going to be hard. That's a hard thing to do against this pass rush. Is there a sense that like if they get past this challenge, like NFC Championship is kind of a lesser opponent with two teams that are kind of unproven? I don't think so at all. I mean, obviously, if they were to somehow win this game, if they end up playing the Rams, there is a swagger involved in that matchup because uh, Sean McVay's never beaten the 49ers. It's literally six in a row now, uh, one of them being pretty dramatic just a couple of weeks ago. But uh, but yeah, the Rams, uh, the Rams are a team. The 49ers would have the utmost confidence again. Uh, Tampa Bay. Look, I mean, that's the champs. That's Tom Brady. I don't I don't I don't see really in the entire playoffs. I don't see any pushover matchups 
left for anybody. Like this is really a good looking elite eight kind of a feel. So every game is going to be really hard and every game is losable, but I mean, the 49ers could not have their hands more full than they do this weekend. So all, all, all focus is on that one. And looking at the AFC, who, who kind of intrigues you? Well, I mean, that Bills Chiefs game feels like it should be the AFC championship game rather than this round. Although, you know, that's not to, to, to brush aside the Bengals or the Titans, but I have a hard time believing that the Bengals are ready to go late into this party. The Titans are always interesting because they're going to have home field um, and they sort of play the 49ers style. I actually don't think they do it as well as the 49ers, but that's what they try to do. But, but Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes feels like the thing. And so it's kind of hard to not feel like the winner of that game is going to end up in LA. Yeah. No. So do you think we'll see Trey Lance at all this weekend? Like, do you think he's getting any, none? You really know. No. I mean, the only way you're going to see Trey Lance is if Jimmy gets hurt further. Um, yeah. The 49ers, the further you go, it's like, if you're not going to bring in some yeah. sort of a side package in the regular season, you're certainly not going to do it now. There have been moments during the year where it was like, why did you not do that there? And it's like, if you're not going to do it there, boy, you'd be opening up yourself to a ton of criticism if you put him in some sort of a big spot in Lambeau Field in a playoff game. Uh, the only two ways you'll see Trey Lance is if Jimmy gets hurt or if somebody's up by 30. <laughs> yeah. And then looking at, the, looking at the defense before I let you go, um, so Warner got hurt in the wild guard game and Bosa looked a little dinged up. Are they ready to go? Uh, can't say for sure yet, although I think more definitively with Warner. I mean, he's already a full participant in practice. It turns out they were a little bit more concerned about it on the field than what turned out to be. Yeah, because we, yeah, we thought it was an ACL. Yeah, we thought it was an ACL. That's what it looked like. I mean, yeah. his non-contact, he's holding his knee. Everyone's like, that's it. We'll see you yeah. next year, hopefully. And it turned out to not even be a high ankle. It was a low ankle. Um, and, and so he's fine. Bosa's in the concussion protocol, so you never know. But the signs are really good. He's already been a limited participant in practice early in the week. He felt during the game last week he was going to pass protocol right away. He didn't, but he felt really good about it. And so um, the signs are good for those two players. And if that's the case, I mean, they're, they're as healthy as they've been all year. And then, and then one last question for you. Who's this guy I keep seeing in press conference with the glasses who's like on the offensive side? What the deal? What's the deal with this guy? Mike McDaniel. He's their offensive coordinator. I mean, in any team that's got a head coach like Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator is kind of a funny position because it's like you're really number two. You're not the number one because Kyle's the number one. Like Kyle's running that offense. But Mike McDaniel's an interesting assistant coach. He's got a hell of a personality, as you pointed out. His press conferences are funny. He doesn't look like a coach. That's part yeah. of it, too. Looks like the he chief looks of like, staff. Looks like the yeah, chief he looks of staff. Like somebody would be running a library or yeah. something. Yeah. And, uh, and, he, and he's the offensive coordinator, but he's got a really good offensive mind. If Kyle likes him, you know that's the case. And um, he and D'Amico Rhymes, the two top assistants, are, are likely to be head coaches in the league sometime soon. I've seen, cause I've seen Ryan's getting some offers, but that's, that's, yep. that's interesting. So what's your prediction for the game this weekend? I, I mean, gosh, I, it's, it's, it's hard to, uh, to put a score on this thing. Again, it's going to be about the style. I think the Packers are going to be really, really ready. And, and, and so I think that they're going to put forth a, a really good game plan, but I also believe in the 49er run game, especially in this matchup. So for me, I'll pick the 49ers 
with the caveat that the game has got to stay in the twenties. If, if, if this, if Aaron Rodgers gets his team to 30, they win. Uh, but I think the 49ers can win a 24 to 20 ball game. Interesting. Do you, do you think you're expecting mistakes from Rodgers or just maybe just cold temperatures and just kind of playoff atmosphere? Well, I just think that the 49er pass rush is really good and they've gotten to him in the past. And if they keep him clean, the Packers win this game. For I think sure. I saw back to Aries doubtful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if they get in his face and make him uncomfortable and remember, you know, that Detroit game week 18, he sort of played, he hasn't really played a game in three weeks. Does that help him? Are they rusty? I don't know, but if it, for me, the matchup of the game is the 49er D-line against the Packer O-line, and whoever wins that matchup wins the game. And then looking at San Fran, I'm pretty sure aside from the Dallas game, they the record when Jimmy throws a pick is not great. Right, right. No, and it, for me, the number for him is always two. It's two turnovers. <laughs> he can do one. We expect it. We're like waiting for it. You can do one. You can't do two. Um, but the turnover battle will be huge. And we know the Packers don't turn it over. They just flat don't turn it over. So it's another key point in this one, especially with a banged up thumb and a bad shoulder and the cold weather, they're going to have to protect the ball. Um, they were doing it. They were doing it until the fourth quarter against Dallas. If they can do it again, I always love their chances. But yeah, he's much more likely to turn it over than his counterpart this week. Do you really think you really think San Fran has like legit chance to win they this game? Legit it? chance. I they they have they have sort of refound their stride, and I think they've got a legit chance against any team in the NFL right now. Do you think the line will move closer as as it kind of? It already moved a little bit today, a half point. It came down off of six, which is where it opened up, and that was because I think early in the week, as you pointed out, some concern about whether or not Jimmy was going to play. Then he went out and practiced. So it was like, okay, he's fine. He's going to play. The line came back down. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the game go off at about five. Five, five and a half, I think, is, is where it's, it's, it's going to be. Um, which, again, it's, that's a really – if the Niner pass rush is there at all, that's yeah. a great number um, because that, you know, it, it's not a team um, at this stage in the year that I, I would foresee getting blown out. That, that would yeah. be very, very hard to, to imagine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time. I mean, how can people check out your show and listen to it? You're on the Odyssey app, right? Uh, Odyssey app, 95.7 The Game in San Francisco. Me and Dan Dibley are on from 9 to noon every day. My dog appears sometimes in the show the same way she just did on this podcast. Um, so, yes, and the Odyssey app uh, where wherever you are. So I appreciate it, man. Are you guys remote or is, is it with the... We are right now. We had been in the studio for a while after the holidays. Everybody wanted to just kind of like make sure everything's cool. So we've been doing it from home of late, but we'll be back soon. Cool, cool. Do appreciate you taking the time. Can't wait for the game this weekend. Anytime, man. Anytime. I appreciate you. Have fun.